0: You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning, and I'm super stoked to welcome back on the program the one and the only Nathan Solia. How are you doing, Nathan? Great to see you today.
1: Yeah, great to see you too. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's so nice to have the the mask off on a permanent basis. Exactly. Uh, Like we discussed last week, you know, don't mind anyone else wearing the mask, but you know what? I'm taking full responsibility. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: And it's so timely because that's exactly what we'll be discussing today. And our listeners are welcome to join us on Facebook if they can this morning. Uh, Head over to Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 and you'll be able to see uh, fitness coach Nathan Sollier. So we're talking about um, now that we're going maskless, ways that we can boost our immune system. That's really important. And I think perhaps let's go back a little. I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but let's go back to perhaps some of the psychology of why people wear masks. I think initially it's really to stop those asymptomatic transmissions. But now that um, now that hopefully most people would have the immune, uh, immunity to, um, uh, to, to COVID or had the jab or had COVID already, um, I, I feel a lot of people are still wearing masks, even though they they're not sick. Do, do, is that your yeah. impression?
1: Well, the, the well, you know, the the mask. The intention of the mask is, um, first of all, to protect themselves and also protect them from from spreading whatever they may have to others. And what I've realised is, as you imagine, we are surrounded by a sea of air, and these air, this in this air, is all sorts of particles. You know, particles from, um, you know, when, when we smell things. Particles from, you know, when pollution. we. Uh,
0: PM pollution, you
1: know. Yes. Oh my gosh, you know. And I was just thinking of this morning, you know, when um, uh, you know, when I could smell uh the fruit. There's uh, some some fruit that's really pungent in our house at the moment. Called, there's guava, okay. and I kept smelling it, and I was thinking, wow, how can the gu- guava smell come from the other side of the room, and I'm sitting you know, a good 10, 15 feet away from this thing and I can smell it. So it just goes to show that we can have, um, you know, we can be in any environment and we will be taking in, you know, uh, you know, uh, particles and atoms and, and, you know, toxins and pollution and all of these sort of, uh, you know, car fumes and all these things at all times. So if you can smell it, it's going in, right? But the thing is, what stops it from making us sick? Now, it's because of our immunity. So how strong is our immunity? And and I want to get everyone um you know aware that when you are sick the precursor to being sick is actually being tired. So if you're tired, you have a higher risk of being of getting sick. So if you're not tired, guess what? The chances of you being sick is really really low. And so I always say to people, don't believe what I say. When you get sick next time, and you will, even if you do have a mask on or not, just notice if you were tired before you got sick.
0: Usually you're a bit run down and, and because you're, you're tired. A bit,
1: yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's compounded on top of each other. And, and, you know, this can be caused by mental stress. Uh, mental stress as in, you know, what, how it occurs for you. Um, work stress pollution stress, nutrition stress and lifestyle stress. so and and then of course posture stress. so that also puts a lot of stress in our bodies too. So my point being is is, is being able to stay um, refreshed and um, and awake is really important to stop being sick. Now how do we stay um, how do we stay energized? How do we uh, avoid being tired? Well, first one, sleep improving the quality of the sleep, improving the quantity of the sleep. Now this is one of the biggest things that I, I've seen over the last year or two is is that you know sleep is the the <laughs> I don't know if it's the 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 you know if you call it the Alexa or just you know this um, utopia that people think that we cannot achieve and and sleep is super important to be able to stop us from being tired. So how do we improve our sleep? Well, you know, I've tried so many different things to sleep. I don't have any problems sleeping. But I do know a lot of people who have trouble sleeping. And one of those things that I've become aware is it becomes a habit, right? If you have a habit of having poor sleep, guess what? That habit will stay for longer. So you need to break that habit. And how do you break that habit? Well, it's going to take little by little. What you can do is things like um, meditation before going to bed having the same time of when you go to bed. Um, When you go to bed, have a um, a dark room or even a couple of hours before going to bed, making sure all the lights are off in the house. You can even use supplements. And supplements are a really great way of being able to rebalance the body up if you're lacking in, for example, magnesium, which 95% of us are. So being able to have a supplement that will be able to help you sleep. So um, melatonin is another one that can help you sleep. So sleep is super important. And people ask me, how much sleep should I get? Well, here's the thing. If you're waking up to an alarm, you are not getting enough sleep. So it's super important to really note these things out. If you're waking up to an alarm, you're not getting enough sleep. So my challenge for you is to: if you want to get a good quality sleep, Implement some of those things that I mentioned. Having a dark room, making sure it's nice and quiet. The temperature of the room is really important as well. You can lower the temperature; that will also help the quality of sleep. Um, also, having a, a a low carb or medium carb meal before you go into bed, as opposed to um, as opposed on. to a high carb. Yeah. yeah, I noticed this the other night, right? So the other night, but I then had when meals, you have so
0: carbs, had... it makes you tired because after. After lunch, there are times when I've had, you know, a bowl of rice and about two or three o'clock, I'm like, oh, I'm really sleepy. And and my colleagues and I are sort of not dozing off for the record, but we feel tired. So will carbs actually make us sleepy?
1: Yeah, that's a a really good question. What actually happens physiologically, right, is, is when we have carbs, it increases our sugar level because carbohydrates sugar, right? And so it makes us feel awake and then it starts to drop. And that's when we start to feel tired. Now, our body also, it also releases another, uh, you know, once it starts, because it starts to release insulin. So to be able to bring it back up again, right? And when we are dropping, if you have, like, um, carbohydrate before going to bed, what happens is it reaches a certain level. The insulin starts to pick up again. And it starts to try to wake us back up again. And generally, you'll notice if you're waking up anywhere between 1 and 3 o'clock in the morning, you may have had too much carbs before you go into bed. So consider reducing the amount of carbs before going to bed. And it's a really good thing because, you know, like the saying, you know, when in the afternoon I'll have a high-carb meal, I'll drop in the afternoon. There's two things in there, by the way. There's not only the high carbs but also um, the circadian rhythm of our body. In the afternoon, it starts to drop. Like, generally in the morning, we feel awake, we feel great, but then by the afternoon, we start to drop, and then we start to pick up in the evening again, right? And some people have that, you know, have this, but I don't feel tired at nighttime. Well, because your circadian rhythm's out of whack. Yeah. So that, that, that's, that, that's the one that I, I would definitely mention, the, 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 the sleep, quality and quantity. Um, the other one is, is, is trying to create a habit. And, and the, like I said, the habits are, is, is really important. Habits around your nutrition. So eating good quality food 80% of the time will soak up your you know, your, your misbehaving for 20% of the time. 80-20 is a really great way to live by. And eating you know, eating good quality, high nutritious food. Now, how do you find that? First of all, you know I know it's really expensive, but organic is a really good way of doing it. Getting, you know, just getting real food is really uh, important to be able to lift your nutrition levels and your your, your vitamin levels. And the other thing that I, I want you to consider is water. Water is a detoxifier. So if you're good, if you're drinking water and you're drinking good quality water, then you will flush out. You know, pesticides, toxins, um, you know, uh, sickness and viruses from our body. It's what we live off. So we're 80% water, making sure that we are getting enough water. How much water are we supposed to be drinking? Your weight
0: in kilos times 0.3.
1: Very good. So that's what you want to do. If you're 75 kilos, times your weight by 0.03, and then you will get how much water you should be drinking. It works out to around 2.25 liters of water yes. a day. And so we And that's only if you're, if, you're you and that's be... if you're not exercising.
0: If you're exercising And that's if
1: you're not exercising. Exactly. So when you exercise, you want to have about six to eight hundred mils per uh per workout, depending on how hard that workout is. The way you know you're back to hydration is you go and urinate. So if you urinate, then you're back to hydrated again. So now you can feel safe that and, – and, of course, your, your urine is a, a hay color or a light yellow color. If it's a dark, color, dark yellow, you're definitely not getting enough water. And, um, yeah, like I said, the, 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 the thing is, is a lot of people – I think it's one of the pillars that many people miss out, how much water you should be drinking a day. And people ask me, but does that include, like, tea, coffee, orange juice? It doesn't, right? Because those are things that are also diuretic, too. So it actually strips water from our body. So being able to hydrate yourself with good quality water. And people ask, you know, whether it can be sparkling. Yes, you're going to sparkling mineral water. But stay away from a soda water because that's dead water.
0: Absolutely. Nathan, just going back to a little bit about uh, sleep. um, Sometimes people, uh, you know, listeners will come and say, but, you know, I can't wake up early because I don't go to sleep uh, early enough. What tips do you have for people to go to sleep early? It's because they're finding it hard to sort of, um, you know, come down from from all the stimulation from the day or maybe from their phones. How is it possible for them to go to bed earlier?
1: So, like I mentioned before, it's got to come down to a habit. And that habit has to be formed. So if you're for example, if you're going to bed at one o'clock in the morning and you know that that that's too late, right? We should be getting to bed anywhere between 10 and 10 30 because we're dictated by the sun and the moon. When the sun's up, we're supposed to be up. When the sun when the when the moon comes up, we're supposed to be sleeping. Now if you're getting to bed at 10, 10 30, it means that you'll be getting up with the sun which is around six, six thirty. So if you're going to bed at one o'clock in the morning, my recommendation for you is going to bed at one o'clock and then trying to go to bed, uh, sorry, at 12, 12.30, then going to bed at 12, then going to bed at 11.30. Oh, and you can spread this, yeah, you can spread this over a month, right? But you have to be, you, you have to create a habit. And that habit doesn't form until anywhere between 21 and 30 days. So it will take you some time to do. But guess what? You've got the time, right? You've got the time to be able to implement the stuff because you've had this for so many I don't know how many months, you know, years that you've had this, to be able to implement this will add to not only the quality of life, feeling, feeling much more happier and energetic, but also reducing the chance of, um, you know, getting sick and and you continually building on your immune system. Yes. Now, like I said, you, you can also supplement as well. Try magnesium, try melatonin. They're two great, you know, supplements that can help you sleep. Um but even just trying to get a squeeze on by making by trying to get up early, like 6, 6.30 in the morning. And how I get up is I have the phone and I put it on the other side of the room. So now I have to get out of bed to turn it off because otherwise I'm going to get a kick in the back from my wife.
0: That, that's, so That's great because if you put it next to you, then you hit the snooze, then it's sort of repeating. But once it's on the other side of the room, you have to physically get out of bed. And this way you won't get back in.
1: I know. Okay. okay. Ingenious, isn't
0: it? <laughs> Something so simple, but you know, we don't think about. It. We, we, you know, we set the alarm on the phone, and we just put it on our on our nightstand. We've only got about four minutes before the news, Nathan. Um, so we've talked about you know uh, sleeping earlier and and supplements, and also exercising regularly to boost immune system. There are. There's one more thing I want to add. It's alcohol. I think there's some. Sometimes when people have alcohol or they smoke, how might that also impact your immune system?
1: Well, I don't know whether smoking influences your sleep, but I definitely believe alcohol does because it's high in sugar. Yes. And like I said before, is is that what happens is you spike your insulin levels, you start to drop off again. Halfway through the night, you start to wake up again, and it, and it, you have these sort of doses. And and I've been in those situations too. And look, you know you you know you wake up in the morning feeling shattered so just consider alcohol is one of those things will make you tired and 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 will give you a poor quality sleep so cutting down alcohol like i said 80 20 so it means that you can have alcohol once every 5 days so that way you can actually do it so really you know on the weekend you could you can enjoy a drink and and you'll you're, you're going to suffer a little bit throughout the night depending on how much you drink but at least you're getting four to five to six nights a, a week of getting better quality sleep because you're not drinking in the evening.
0: What if people sort of say, well, I only have one drink at the end of the evening to take the edge off or, you know, a, a nightcap or maybe a beer with dinner. Well, what do you say to that?
1: Well, I'd ask you, how do you wake up in the morning? If you actually wake up with energy in the morning, then you might be getting away with it. You might be one of these lucky, lucky people ones. that died that digest alcohol better than than you know ninety nine percent of the rest of the world, um, and I do find you know Europeans do really well, um, Asians don't do very well on alcohol. So like I said, if you're waking up in the middle of the night, or if you're tossing and turning, or you wake up in the morning feeling shattered, and you know you've had alcohol the night before, then consider that that may be affecting you. And and here's a here's a double blind: try a few nights without drinking in the evening and see how the quality of your sleep you know, either improves or, or 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 doesn't. So I do find it does take a little bit of time. Alcohol is a drug. Um, you know, uh, you've got to remember that, you know, your body will go into, oh, I really need this. And you might have a few nights of poor sleep. But I know that over a period of time when your body starts to wean off the daily, you know, drug that you're having or the daily, you know, the drink that you're having each day, you will start to improve in your quality of sleep. And like I said, you need to, Maybe influence some of those other things that I mentioned about the environment in the room, um, the temperature, you know, the the, um, uh, uh, the the supplements and so forth. So it rebalances your body up. But the last one I just wanted to mention was the um, breathing, and and breathing through your nose is a great way of being able to lower the immune, uh, is to boost your immunity because when you breathe through your nose, you've got all these hairs sticking out, right? Some of us have got more than others. I've got quite a lot. But the thing is, is like when you breathe through your nose, big particles attach to those hair follicles and they don't go into your body, which is really good to be able to clean your nose regularly. But breathing through your mouth, you're taking in that air, you're taking in those big particles. And if you are starting to feel tired, you're starting to feel sick, it'll attach to the back of your throat and will make you sick faster. So one of the things that I have practiced in the past is called the buteco technique, where one of the, the techniques is to tape your mouth at nighttime when you feel sick. Because when you're sick, you don't know it while you're asleep, but your mouth will stay open, and then you'll stay sick for longer. So one of the things that I've done with myself and my friends, uh, and, and, and <laughs> my friends, and my family is 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 have them take their mouth at night time. And guess what? Within three to four to five days, their flu, slight like symptoms have disappeared. So using breath, using breathing through your nose is a, another way of being able to. Protect yourself from other people. I know a great product that a friend uses, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it's it, it's a sterilizer of the nose. And you spray it up your nose and you can rinse your nose out. So that way it oh, you know kills it. the stuff That's that goes right. up there.
0: Right. Well, Nathan, thank yeah. you so much for sharing all these tips of boosting our immune system naturally now that people are going maskless. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Thank you so much for your time today. Take care. Bye.